1: And we've got somebody who needs no introduction for Good Morning Crypto, the founder of this channel and the 3T Warrior Academy uh, crypto courses as well. Coach JV is in the building, ladies and gentlemen, so I am very excited for today's show. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how we're on the precipice of a changing world order with blockchain taking center stage as JP Morgan is rolling out a new tokenized asset project with BlackRock as a key participant. ISO is coming into full effect this November, marking the beginning of the most impactful banking shift of the century. And with the largest financial firms on the planet turning to crypto as a new form of payment, we break down the details, showing our community how these institutions are creating the greatest opportunity of our era. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So, Johnny Crypto, it is Merlin launch week. So, we got to get started right there, my friend. We had an amazing three hour Twitter spaces last night. So, that was pretty awesome. How are you feeling? And thanks for being here. Oh,
2: abs. I love it when we are live. I'm feeling live. I'm feeling great. But let me start like I always do. Good morning to all the word maniacs out there. I love you guys and appreciate you for showing up every single day. But this is a very, very special week, Abs. For two years, we have been working hard to deliver something. We finally got it out the door, but I don't want to waste time on that. I'm happy because not only are we here with our brother Mario, but we got a very special, our fearless leader and brother, Coach JB, in the house. I'm so happy to be here today and share this show with him. I can't wait to hop into it,
1: Mario. We're kicking it straight to you, my friend, because we're talking about Portuguese versus Italian sausage this morning. Ooh. I'm going to defer to the experts. There's no challenge. There's no challenge. There. <laughs> How you feeling, Mario? Thank you for being here.
3: I'm feeling amazing. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to everybody in the chat, JV, Abs, Johnny. I'm super grateful to be here. And yes, there is no debate. I had multiple people at the proper party approach me and say, there is no debate. Portuguese sausage is the best. Sorry, Mm -hmm. Johnny. Let's move on to the next topic.
1: (laughs) It is not Conspiracy Friday, but we're starting off with the Italian sausage conspiracy here. First of all, how are you feeling? And thank you so much for making time for us. We got to talk for like two and a half hours last night. It was so enlightening to, to just share the floor with you. How are you feeling this morning? Oh,
0: I feel great, man. I feel great to be with my best friends here. And just the Mer- Merlin, the, the launch week, two years in the making, 36,000 lines of code. Very, very exciting times right now. So thank you for
1: having me. The world order is changing, guys. And crypto, it is taking center stage. But before we dive into our content for today, we got 148 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. And we're going to start this thing off the same way we always do by checking out the Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That is at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. Go smash that follow button for updates throughout the day. When we check out some of the daily movers this morning, it is red across the board. We got Chainlink up 1%, CRO up about half a percent. And look at this, Johnny. Quant, the smallest green bubble I've ever seen, up 0.1% on the day. When we check out the Total Coin market cap this morning, we are down nearly 2%. Sitting at 1.05 trillion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 50% dominance. Ethereum is about 18%. We've got Bitcoin sitting at $27,060. Ethereum, 1569. XRP, below 50 cents, sitting at 49 cents this morning. And Cardano, sitting at 25 cents. And Johnny, we're showing the Merlin application for good reason, my friend, as today is the highly anticipated day. The Merlin launch week is underway. We brought in the experts. We had. We had Kevin Cage create a video earlier this week explaining the exit plan. Today, we got Coach JV. How are you feeling, and how's the launch been for you?
2: You know, Abs, it's been wonderful. Like with anything, when you launch, there's always going to be some small hiccups. But for the most part, we we spent a long time getting it developed and getting it ready so there wouldn't be that big of hiccups. We're happy that it's out there. People are testing it. People are using it. And some of the words we heard last night in the Twitter spaces, I got to tell you, Abs, I had I'm not going to lie man I had goosebumps it was so nice to hear how it was helping people improving their lives and how they found it you know the, the tool something they needed to be able to manage their portfolio and really this is a scary space for people people don't you know crypto is a very uh what's the word you know you know you go for roller coaster rides it's new people don't know how to navigate it and the fact that now that they feel a little more comfortable that they have a tool that can help them Makes me feel like we've done our duty. We've helped um, provide something out there to, uh, to to help the community play in this space to be able to put them in a better position. So I'm super excited about. But to be able to do it with that man there and that man there, you and everybody else, abs. It it almost I, you know. I tell my sons this all the time. If you pick something you enjoy doing and you get to do what people you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's just what it's felt like. And I'm so happy and proud to be able to do this with all of you.
1: Coach JV. I don't want to waste any time. I want to get right into the conversation everybody is here for. I titled this episode Changing World Order for a Reason. We're on the precipice of something historic. And 2024, from an astrology perspective, a numerology perspective, even when you just look at the mainstream narratives, it is going to be a bullish year for crypto. But as... At looking broadly overall, with all the all the narratives mm-hmm. going on, and you know what I'm referring to in Israel yeah. right now,
0: yeah.
1: what are you anticipating for 2024? We've got an election year. We've got money being printed. What's on Coach JV's mind?
0: Yeah, it's going to be I've been preparing for this mentally for a long time since 2020 because we've been studying. So in order to predict the future, you just you did it. You did exactly what you're supposed to do. You study the past at a very deep level. So what we're learning with our teachings and our continued growth is that we are not here to repeat consciousness. We're here to expand it. But most humans repeat consciousness. So it's very easy to predict the future. Um, basically, we're what I shared with you guys, October 7th, 1973. Israel got invaded. And then October 7th, 2023, exactly 50 years later, Israel got invaded. And if you guys don't think that, and it's very sad, my, my heart goes out to all the families and all the people that are, you know, I'm all about love, light for every single person. This is a financial narrative, guys. It's all financial. You're going to start to see gas prices go through the roof, just like it did in 1973, which we created the uh, petrodollar. Uh, We also have the one year after the Shemitah, which was, we've been talking about this. We've been trying to prepare people. The Shemitah, we learned that from Waters Above last year. Uh, September was the end of the Shemitah. One year after the Shemitah, uh, there's going to be some market pullbacks on the back end of this year. We have the 50-year jubilee end. I think it was 21, 2022. There's a lot of biblical things happening that are playing out. Uh, so whether you're religious, whether you're spiritual, or whether you're just not paying attention, the freight train is here. And so what we're going to see is that's it right there, the gas prices. It's all a narrative, guys. Just uh, what I would highly recommend is people understand how consciousness repeats itself. The Roman days, very similar to what's happening right now. We are drunk in the Coliseum. Uh, 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 an enemy came in silently about 50 years before that and started to destroy, just like America started to destroy. Let's let's say the Roman days were America, right? They came in, they demasculized the men. Uh, they got them from stop training. They started getting drunk off the wine. They started paying attention to sports versus their family. They stopped raising their kids. And then when they were ready to fight, they weren't ready. So they weren't prepared. So same thing happened with America. We're in the same position. So um, the, the biggest thing right now is if you if you're in cryptocurrency, this is the way I look at it from a biblical perspective is you were you were doing the right thing in the shemitah, is preparing in 2020 2021 and 2022 for the crop which is going to be in 2024 and that's why we're here today is talk about what do you do with that crop you have to do the opposite of the 99 that's why merlin was created that's the whole inception of this because family we created a tool that is going to help humanity radically transform their family's timeline because I'm gonna say it over and over again. You have to do the opposite of the 99. Like uh, I think it was uh, Robert Kiyosaki said. Like if he hears people talking about getting rich in real estate at the grocery store in line, he starts selling real estate. When you start hearing people talking about they're getting rich in crypto, start selling your crypto. So that's that's where I feel we're heading. I think I think people need to prepare mentally. Physically and spiritually, for a massive pullback on the back end of this year. As we go into the holidays, there may be some black swans coming. And then, but there's nothing to fear, guys. There is nothing to fear. It is the greatest opportunity in human history to build wealth for your family's timeline. And, you know, we're talking physical wealth, but it's the greatest time as well to build spiritual wealth, get back to families. That's why, you know, we're, we're all dear friends here, our whole academy, 2017 members. We're all close friends. You know, we're building with friends and family and we've built these ecosystems of love and high frequency. So it's going to get really ugly in the physical world, but we're here to transmute that chaos into light.
1: Let's shift it into an even more positive conversation, Coach, because this is a chart we've been showing throughout the week. And just excuse me one second while I clear my th- the Amazon price chart has done something historic. The last 20 years, we've seen nothing but bullish momentum, and we found very good comparisons between what's happening with crypto and what happened with Amazon in the past. We're going to tie this back to having an exit plan because look at what happened with Amazon. We went from about... Look at this, Johnny. This is so funny, and I'm so sorry to, to bring you through this every episode this week. <laughs> Amazon went from a fraction of a penny yes, to about- I about... Fraction of a penny to about $20 in the first couple of years. From there, it did an 80% pullback, just like crypto does, going back below a dollar. Well, from that point, 2002, all the way until 2022, it was nothing but bullish momentum. And this is what a lot of people think we're on the precipice of for crypto. We've got spot ETFs coming next year. We've got governments creating regulations so that banks can use this technology. This is a quick clip from Brad Garlinghouse, and then I'll kick it to Coach JV.
4: Ripple is like SWIFT isn't it? Yes. I mean, Ripple's starting point, kind of our first use case for the technology, the blockchain technology and the digital asset XRP was to solve that cross-border payments problem. Right. Swift is quite antiquated, kind of designed 50 years ago. It's slow. It's expensive.
1: And that's what we're on the precipice of coach. Once one of these governments, one of these central banks makes the shift towards digital assets, every other bank will be at a disadvantage. So with Mm -hmm. all of that being said, what do you see on the precipice for 2024?
0: yeah it's not a if it's when it has to happen like i did a video this morning talking about i i put people i I said to put yourself so i broke down america where we're at right now our system how the debt all that stuff i said put yourself in america's position 120 percent debt to income ratio most of the debts outside the united states our credit score has gone down money's moving through the system very slow it's antiquated as you said right so if you were america you would be completely bankrupt so they have to have liquidity, guys. They need to move money really fast. They need to lower the borders in the financial space, create an even playing field. It is the perfect setup for a great financial reset. It, it, it's not even when, if it's, it has to happen. Like people don't understand that this has to happen. And I, I'm just, I can boldly stand on a mountaintop because I know this is going to age well. This system has to switch. And I believe that Ripple. Was designed. I believe this. I believe that's why Jay Clayton initiated the case against Ripple, and now he sits on the board for the bank bailing committee. I mean, come on, man! Like, like it was by, This is all by design. Like, I don't play this game of, of picking sides. Like, it's all by design to fulfill what needs to be fulfilled to move us into
1: a new monetary system. And it's validation like this that just leads us to believe we're on the precipice of that mass adoption during 2020. All the prices were going up. We're seeing all the positive headlines come out. Now the market is in a place it's never been before, Johnny, and I want to kick it to you before we dive into this. JP Morgan debuts its tokenization platform, labeling BlackRock as one of its key clients. Before we get into the details here, what are you anticipating 2024? We had Waters Above say April is going to be an extremely impactful month. What are you anticipating? Well, Abs, you
2: know how I feel about 2024. There are so many catalysts lining up for 2024. Uh, this is why we were working so hard. And I'm not cheap plug here, but to get Merlin out before 2024, because I want to get it in the hands of people. Cause I believe we will see one of the biggest p- potential bull runs because think about this. First of all, you got the Bitcoin having, which we know historically yes. triggers it. Secondly, I honestly believe in my heart, we will get a Bitcoin ETF approved within the next three to six months. Right before or right during the, the having, right? To also kick it up. And what's that going to do? That's going to introduce a shit ton, a shit ton of ink liquidity that's sitting on the sidelines in all these institutions that have said, we want to invest in Bitcoin, but we can't. We're not messing with the SEC. And until the SEC gives us the green lamp, of st- you know, green stamp of approval that it's safe to do so, that money's going to sit there. That's going to flood in. Then you've got. Now you got the judge saying in the XRP ruling, hey, we want you guys to go settle on April 16th. There's going to be discussions or by that date, you know, you're know, you going to see a settlement there that may completely end the case. And then fourth, you got the Fed that's actually talking about um, uh, reducing, uh, sorry, starting to cut rates again. So that'll bring in liquidity. And then fifth, you got Congress with regulate. There is so, I'm, I'm so super bullish about 2024 for all those things I just listed. I don't know how you can't get excited about it, but you can't wait until then. It's too late. You have to buy. Not a financial advisor, not financial advice. But these are the times when everybody's saying crypto's a scam. It's red. We're down right now. People are puking. Your family's telling you don't do it. You're an idiot. You're a moron for buying the scam thing. This is when you buy. Mm -hmm. This is when millionaires and billionaires are made. You have to have the stomach to buy before the high tide comes in. So that's how I feel about 2024. Do
0: something. I want to say something about that. It's really important that you nailed something perfectly. Because like, I'm the macroeconomic guy. I'm not a crypto expert. I just look at macroeconomics and I follow your guys' advice. So basically, on the back end of the year, people don't realize they're going to raise interest rates going into 2024. And then when they pull those interest rates back, Guys, liquidity is going to pump into these markets, and it's all by design. It's not by chance. Johnny nailed it. It's not by chance that the Bitcoin ETF will be approved in the first quarter before the Bitcoin halving so they can accumulate. They're going to accumulate because their job is to make their clients wealthy, right? So imagine the heroes they're going to be when they accumulate during the the bear market. Bitcoin halving happens, they lower interest rates, liquidity floods in the market, they pull profits for their clients. And now they're the hero again, guys. You have to do the opposite of the 99. It just goes in the whole narrative. And it's like, but the hardest part, guys, is training yourself emotionally. You have to train the brain. You have to. And it's like it's like a a professional. You're becoming a professional athlete like because you're going to. What's going to happen is it's going to get really exciting. All the influencers are going to come back online and they're going to start pumping and dumping everything. And they're going to get all excited again. We've remained the same with our narrative since 2020. We haven't changed our narrative, right? And what's going to happen is you're going to get excited. You're not going to get rich quick, guys. It does not exist. Please trust us on that. We've been there. We've done that. We've lost a lot of money trying to do that. I've lost Six figures doing that shit. So please heed our warning. Like pull profits. You know you're better off getting a hundred grand than trying to get that hundred and fifty thousand because you're not going to get it. So I think it's really important. To, people need to. That's why we try to teach macroeconomics because. You have to watch interest rates. It's really important with interest rates super high right now. You know, other countries are pissed at America right now that we were jacking up their economy. They're done with us, guys. So you have to look at that narrative as well. And there's a reason why Israel got invaded on October 7, 2023. We're not going to get into those numbers and stuff like that, but it's all a financial narrative. Oil prices are going to go through the roof. It's going to cause a catastrophic collapse. And when you don't have money to feed your family, what would be something that might work for you? Fed now services, a stimulus check. You know, it's like, hey, listen, guys, they got it set up perfectly. 2024, you're going to get a stimulus check with the FedNow services. I'll I'll predict that right now.
1: Guys, we got 314 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. And Mario, I'd love to get your opinion on this as well. We're going to play a quick video right here explaining the state of American crypto adoption today and how many of our competitors, including China, are far ahead of the game. The U.S. is really lurching toward a market structure that's more like what we see in China one that is fueled by a lot of surveillance and even censorship, one that actually mixes up banking payments with commercial activities. And we've had a long tradition in our country of trying to separate banks from the real economy so that they're supporting other businesses, not steering to those businesses. And obviously, big tech firms are, in many cases, trying to come up with their own currencies. We saw this with Facebook and its doomed Libra project several years ago, and more are coming up with those ideas. So we need to make sure the payment system is fast and safe for consumers, but really fair for everybody, not just big conglomerates. So Mario, one of the most underrated uh, narratives when it comes to crypto is the fact that central banks for the first time ever will be able to communicate with one another, but actually have incentive to work together. So this is a fundamental change we're seeing in the banking industry. What do you take away from all the news I just shared?
3: Yeah, central banks definitely have an interest in in the technology and they have an interest in in utilizing blockchain and everything that's being developed on blockchain because it solves tremendous amounts of of problems. And we keep talking about them here on the show over and over again. So um, I think that every time that they tell us, hey, look, we're not really doing it or blockchain is a scam or be careful with crypto. We know that this is just uh, scare tactics and they're just trying to get us to look a different direction while they're doing things in another direction. And as I've mentioned before, it's all a question as to which platform is going to be the kind of like the the, the most used one. Right. Is it going to be Ethereum as we keep seeing all the signs or is XRP and the XRPL really going to going to take Um, is really going to take center stage as far as becoming the cross-border liquidity for all the banks, like all the signs keep pointing towards. But um, to also touch on on the topics we were just discussing just before, um, I saw a post which I reposted on Twitter, uh, or X, I should say, that um, compared the total three, and the total three is essentially the total market cap excluding Bitcoin and Ethereum, with the wall, uh, Wall Street cheat sheet, you know, with the sentiment, and we are probably due for, for a drop coming in this Q4. And so if that happens, obviously, time, the timing is almost impeccable with what's going on um, you know, around the world. But if that does happen, again, like Coach was saying, it's not a time to be afraid, but a time to, t- to take advantage of, of the opportunity. And to tie with what Johnny said, it might be our last best chance to invest before we go on this uh, upward trend.
2: You know, it's funny you say that, Mark. I actually have a note on my calendar. I read something somewhere and uh, I I got a note. It says here, market should bottom out this month. I made a note to myself on there. It was something I read a while back and I forgot it. And I'm glad I wrote it down because I'm looking at the calendar and it says this month. You know, so I agree, you know, between this month and the end of the year, I think there is going to be, well, you know, we are going to see some kind of a bottom. And again, guys, listen, you don't have to catch the bottom. And most of you and I know I won't, won't ever catch the bottom. Yeah. Don't catch the bottom. Don't cut. There's, there's something called an 80-20 rule. And what that means is if you can catch 80% of the bottom and, and sell it 20%, you know, and near 80% of the top, you're doing great. You're going to be living well. You don't need to try and eat that out. Most of us won't get it. Don't even try. It's really hard. And, and I want to touch on something Coach said earlier. It's the emotion. The emotion, yeah. your emotions are going to be used against you in this game. Based on the chart. It's it's designed that way. And remember, the reason why we designed Merlin. Create your exit strategy now while you're not emotional so you can take the emotion out. And you, unfortunately, don't like Belichick because, you know, the Patriots always killed the Steelers. But he put them in the best position to win. And that's what you should be doing. Put yourself. There it is. That's the chart that's you rigged against you. Look at how all the emotions are on there. And the way to win that, remove the emotion. If mm-hmm. you take out the emotion, you have a better chance of winning the game. So not a cheap plug. Get your exit, trans, exit, blah, exit strategy started. Free 30 days. Sign up for Merlin and get ahead of the game so mm-hmm. you have a chance to win it. As Coach always says, know the game so you can't get played. Mm-hmm.
1: JV, there's a real there's a real important article that stuck out to me this morning, and it's actually from Bloomberg. Did uh, sure how to pronounce this but i believe it's diribit which is an exchange is going to be offering options on more tokens they're going to be expanding to solana xrp and matic next year and this is only available in europe and the reason i think this is so important highlights the movement that's taking place today governments around the world are beginning to leverage crypto technology for the first time ever they're going to have to hold it not just buy it Make a game and dump on the community. They're going to be buying Bitcoin and then offering to their investors so they can make some a little bit of interest on the back end. So, what do you mm-hmm. take away from all this? I'm kind of putting you in a bunch of different directions here about the psychology chart. I think we're in fear right now. I really do
0: oh fear yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely they're gonna it's gonna get worse and it's gonna get worse and the the, the spf sam bankman free thing is is purposeful right right now where they're doing the case because they want to pull people back they want it because all they want people to see is crypto is, crypto is bad crypto is bad crypto is bad crypto is bad and then that's what the public sees right so we're all the the top one percent in the pub. yeah crypto is bad and cbdc's are good you got it and it's like so this is why we keep saying train your brain train your brain train your brain and that's why i only focus like i watch good morning crypto And I focus on my studies. That's all I focus on because there's no man or woman on earth that can fund me in and out of my investments. They're my decisions that I am making for my family, right? And so it's very, very important to, I'm not saying you have to just follow us, but but make sure you follow your own gut and discernment. And I'm gonna bring it back to so what are emotions, right? So emotions are really important. There's only three things. This is really important. I want to get this out before I have to drop off, but your thoughts. Your actions and your emotions are the only three things that you can control. Everything else is, has variables to it, right? So if you were the prince of the earth, which Jesus said the devil is the prince of the earth, which one would you control? Emotions. Because if I can control your emotions, I can control your your thoughts, therefore, directing your actions. So if you become a master of your emotions, therefore, you can control your thoughts and make better decisions. But how do you do that, though? This is why the uh, a very elite family in the 1900s changed our food system. They changed our medical system and they changed our education system and our financial system. Right. So they got us to memorize, not create. They, they t- stopped us from expanding consciousness. They got us to treat symptoms and not the problem. And they got us to trade time for money so we can be enslaved by by money right by time so reverse engineer that so reverse your food start shopping on the outside of the store just eat whole foods don't go on a diet just eat whole foods try to eat fruits vegetables eat as many potatoes as you want eat some meat potatoes start eating like we used to in the past without fast food right Number two is start to connect with the ethereal body, meditation, breathing, uh, ice baths, uh, high intensity training, yoga, meditation, try a fasting protocol. We're not designed to eat six to eight meals a day, guys. This, we're not designed that way, right? These are things that you can do that people don't talk about in investing. That's why we're able to make good, sound, emotional decisions because it's not about money, guys. Wealth is here and wealth is here. And that's why I say at the end of my videos all the time, the reason why I'm the wealthiest man in the world, wealthier than Elon Musk, is because my relationship with God. It's a relationship. It's my frequency. It's my energy. It's my vibration. I'm breaking down the numbers and angles coming back into oneness with source. Therefore, the money magnetizes to me. It's very different. So when somebody says that Bitcoin's going to go to a hundred thousand doesn't affect me. I have my own strategy. I don't let another man or woman control my emotions because nobody has control over me. That's why I'm not waiting for Trump to come back. I'm not waiting for a savior to come from the sky. Jesus told me in the beginning is the end. I know this is spiritual talk, but it's important because this is what people aren't teaching. Everybody thinks if you get a million dollars with XRP, your life is Is going to change. Nothing's going to change. Nothing. The only thing that's going to change if you have anxiety, you're going to have a lot more anxiety with a million dollars in your account. If you have ten million in your account, you're going to be depressed. I promise you. But in the process, right now, like activate now, guys. We're, We're this is going to happen fast. April's going to hit, and all of a sudden, boom, your money's going to go through the roof, and some of you are going to panic. And you're like oh cuz you're going to it's that great. what do we call it? the greed gene right you're going to get that greed gene you think it's going to keep going up it's not going to keep going up so i just want to bring that up because wealth is here and wealth is here and then when you become the wealthiest person in the world you don't worry about money anymore so i think that i don't know if that even answers the question but that's, that's it does
1: and you know about. what we talked about <clears throat> we talked about fasting a little bit one of our listeners said and i believe this is b i can't tell she's on a 72 hour fast yesterday i did an yes. 8 hour fast and that was intense. So 72 hours. Shout out to that live listener, guys. 72. And I want to, oh, 72. I've never done that before. And coach, wow. I wanted to show you the United States debt clock because it was showing this biblical message. And I thought your opinion would be definitely one that our listeners are interested in. It said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard a and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Why is this <sighs> biblical symbology sitting on the debt clock floor is yours, JB?
0: Did they re- I don't know if you guys, I haven't seen this, but if you look at my TikTok, I talked about the trumpet, man. Trump Trump is coming back for a reason. It has to do with the trumpet guys. I'm just gonna, I'll just put it that way. I'm not going to go deeper into that because I'm not some biblical theologian, but I do know consciousness and connection to source and, and, and studying history and past. There's a reason why Trump's coming back as president. He's the trumpet and I'm not saying he's the savior. I'm not saying that, but there's a reason there's, there's alignment to that guys. The trumpet is coming. The trumpet will sound it's biblical prophecy being played out. Um, I'll let people believe what they want. Uh, But if you can't see the biblical prophecy is playing out, some people call it the rapture. We call it the great awakening. There is a separation in consciousness happening right now. And it's, let's take it from, let's take it from what we know, macroeconomic Ray Dalio, the changing world order, right? So we're in 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Let's take it out of biblical. Let's just take it Ray Dalio because he's basically showing the Bible cycles, in my opinion. But basically what we're in is we're now going into civil war, right? And the trumpets will sound and the, high frequency people will rise up and the low frequency people will go down people will be sick people commit suicide is it a physical thing where some white horse is going to come down and you know two people are going to be sitting in a field and one's going to go up one's going to go down consciously absolutely absolutely there's going to be a separation in consciousness we're seeing it right now guys the the Jewish population, Muslims, and Christians are all going against each other right now in America. It's it's and you're seeing it on TikTok, and, and they love the social media because that stuff is going to go viral. The other stuff will get shut down, right? The truth will get shut down, the stuff that brings us into a lower frequency will go viral. So just be very careful that that's wild that they put that on there. The trumpets are sounding, guys. And when you hear the trumpets sound, it won't, I don't know if it'll be a physical sound, but, um, and just be careful too, for a man in the sky, right? They're, they're, Jesus never said he was coming back in the physical. I'll just leave it at that. So just be careful with false prophets and
1: teachers. So. And guys, we're about to do a little one eighty here. Cause I want to get coach JV's opinion on this crypto content <laughs> as well as JP Morgan debuted its tokenization <laughs> platform. And look at this BlackRock was among its key clients. The tokenization of real world assets is going to be the key narrative during the next bull run. And it's articles like these that only validate that for our listeners. So JP Morgan debuted its in-house blockchain-based tokenization application, and that's called the Tokenization Collateral Network. TCN settled its first trade for an asset manager, also known as BlackRock, guys. So BlackRock and JP Morgan already collaborating on tokenized assets. The Tokenized Collateral Network is an application that allows investors to utilize assets as collateral. Using blockchain technology, investors can transfer collateral ownership without moving assets into the underlying ledgers. In its first public collateralized trade between JP Morgan and BlackRock, TCN turned shares of one money market fund into digital tokens, which were then transferred to Barclays Bank Security for over-the-counter derivatives exchange between the two companies. So, Coach, we are multiplying dollars when we tokenize Mm -hmm. assets. You can do the same thing with Bitcoin, right? This is what's so exciting. They called it digital gold for a reason. Banks can hold Bitcoin and leverage it for their investors. What do they do with gold? They sit on the gold, they create derivatives, and they profit off of that. So I'm yeah. just taking it to you. J.P. Morgan and BlackRock—it's no secret anymore—moving into tokenized assets.
0: Yeah, I thought cryptocurrency was a fraud. That's what they told us. But we have to listen to what they say, right? He said that <laughs> he said Bitcoin is is a fraud. Well, now here we go. They're like, it's like they, they don't believe what they say. Watch what they do, guys. You know, they're like, you know, uh, they they would talk shit about Bitcoin. Uh, Jamie Dimon and uh, Larry Fink, but they say, but blockchain technology is here to stay, right? family, everything's going to be tokenized, everything. So it's like, again, it goes in that emotional intelligence, you know, your drunk uncle at a barbecue telling you that cryptocurrency is a fraud. This is where you seek wise counsel, right? Wise counsel is people who are just not parroting information, getting to origin. The origin is the banks are switching, guys. I knew it in 2000. I, well, I didn't know about crypto in 2012. Uh, the banks switching, but we were moving to fintech when I was halfway through banking school, CBA executive banking school, where, you know, you learn how to scale banks. They actually switched us to fintech halfway through our schooling system. Financial technology. They, they wow. knew this was coming. The changes were here, guys. In 2012, ironically, is when the FOMC was created, the Future Oversight Committee, to regulate non-bank financial institutions, which they didn't want to lose control of the system. And they created the Bank Bailing Committee in 2012, and they turned CERN on. I don't know if that has anything to do with the Mandel effect, but <laughs> they reset our brains. to
1: just Something else in this article that really caught my attention is now banks are going to be incentivized to hold crypto, right? But this is where they can really make their money. The reason JP Morgan and all these companies were anti-cryptocurrency They make $240 billion a year just transferring money cross-border. So it makes sense that they'd be anti-crypto. That removes all that profit for the banks. But look at this. This is generating profit for the banks. And I think this is the first step in a fundamental shift into digital assets. Do you agree?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. They're not going to do the reason why they resist it. Cause they can't make money on it. They're, they're not, you know, that's why I left the banking system. We were supposed to be financial educators we aren't educating people financially. We're robbing people financially, man. So it's like, and I started asking questions and I started getting questioned. I was like, okay, something's wrong with the system. So I created my own system and it's like, yeah. And if it doesn't scratch their back, they're not going to do it. It's not about the client. And I'm not saying banks, like I use banks to transact and do bill pay and pay child support and do all the things that I do. Right. So it's like, but I definitely don't leave my money in a bank because it's, it dams it up, right? So yeah, until they're going to make until they make some profit off it, they will they will never do something just to help you out.
1: Johnny Crypto, we talked a lot about tokenized assets and how we're going to see ETFs over the next couple of years. This is setting the roadwork for companies to accept digital assets, right? And that's what we're watching right now. How far away do you think we are from an ETF product existing in the U.S. Not for Bitcoin, but for altcoins in particular?
2: Well, for, so first will come Bitcoin. That'll be the first one. That's three to six months. And then that'll open the floodgates thereafter. In my opinion, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not a financial expert. But my guess is then once that door is open, then you'll see an Ethereum ETF, maybe an XRP ETF, a bundled ETF, the way they've got, you know, they've got precious metal ETFs, which has gold and silver in it. They've got utility ETFs, so you're going to see a shit ton of crypto ETFs. I think, in my opinion, but here's the funny thing about the article and what Coach is saying is J.P. Morgan and BlackRock and they were all telling you Bitcoin was a scam. But guess who was buying Bitcoin at fifteen thousand? Guys, want to guess? BlackRock. BlackRock was buying up at fifteen, guys. Of course. And then after they're to buy it at fifteen, which we'll never see again, most likely because they got the bottom. What happens? You see them filing for an ETF. Hmm. I wonder why, you know? So yes, as coach said, they are going to make their holders extremely happy because they own Bitcoin at 15. And when the ETF comes, don't be surprised if we see Bitcoin over six figures, somewhere in the hundred, 150 is what, you know, you're hearing everybody say. So it's probably, you know, so there's probably about an eight to 10 X built in off of what where Bitcoin, where BlackRock bought the bottom abs. And to me, Again, they're in it to make money for their people. And the nice thing is because we're here so early and we understand the game, we know that while everybody else is running, none of our family members are buying Bitcoin. They're telling us we're nuts and we're crazy buying it. But boy, are they going to be happy to buy Bitcoin at $150,000. <laughs> yeah. The whole world tells them. The whole world tells now's the time to buy. They're going to be buying that so bitch shop and they're going to be exit liquidity for BlackRock and in us as well. And it's a sad thing, but if you're watching this show, you already know better not to be somebody else's exit.
1: JV, one last question for you before you run. We talked about the multiplying of assets, right? Maybe Hmm. you can just elaborate really briefly. Why why is this different for banks? Now they can hold digital assets and actually earn on that because they're going to offer it to investors at an interest. Maybe you can explain how that changes the relationship for banks and crypto.
0: Well, yeah, it's it. So they're not like again. They're gonna they're gonna get involved in crypto when they can profit off of it. So they just we'll talk about how banks make money. They make money in three ways. So interest income fee income, and capital markets income. So they're going to want your crypto deposit the bank. I guarantee they're going to custody your cryptocurrency. Most people are going to go put their money at Chase, Wells Fargo. They're going to do it. You know, with No judgment. They're just going to go put it there because they'll figure out a way to insure it, things like that. So banks make money in three ways, interest income, fee income, and capital markets income. So like you said, if they can lock up your Bitcoin, they're going to take that. They're going to borrow against it. They're going to index it. They're going to put more into the capital markets. As you sit there and you put your Bitcoin in, when you should be doing that with your own Bitcoin, you should be doing That's why they don't like decentralization. Where we can go lend, we can go secure or stake with interest, right? They're just, they don't want us to do that ourselves. So they're going to FUD the shit out of us so they can get it. It's its just so amazing to be part of this community because we can see it so clearly what they're doing. And it's, it's beautiful too. It's like, it's its not, well, it's just how it works, man. It's not a nonprofit organization. And then you also have, uh, I think it's 2025. Johnny, you probably know really well. What, so the Basil3, they have uh, Bitcoins actually on their on their rules now. I think it's going into 2025. They'll be on the Basel 3. Um, And and you got to understand where they're going to. They're going more to gold-backed, right? Physical gold, things like that. So they're going to asset-backed and it's going to be in a cryptocurrency type of way. Um, That's what Christine Lagarde said. I think it was like 2017 or something like that. She's like, it's going to be in a cryptocurrency type of way. And um, yeah, and I mean, I I think everybody can agree here and it's unfortunate that people still believe the government, man. They believe what they say or they believe the news. It's like, when you hear it on the news, it's too late that's the biggest thing when you hear it on the news there, that's a narrative that they're directing you to the other direction. So it's like, it's, it's just, invert everything in your brain when you hear so this is what i've been doing and and i want to get this out real quick before i go but um my coach is teaching me origin so everything i hear so if somebody and this is not a bad thing this is a great thing so somebody gives me a feeling or a concern i go to the origin i don't manage the feeling or concern i try to figure out what the origin is so when someone spits doctrine at me i make sure that they understand the origin that they're preaching to me because i'm not going to take them as wise counsel if they're preaching doctrine to me so the question i'll ask them is that so what does that mean and where did you learn that? Well, I heard that from my grandparents. So what does that mean to you? What, what does that mean? If they can't answer what it means, then I go to the origin and figure out what they're trying to say. And once I figure out what they're trying to say, then I come back with facts, figures, numbers, logic. So everything you hear, don't trust us either. Go to origin. Like if JV says, oh, insurance is the best thing, then go study it yourself. And by studying it, you'll become in the top 5% of the educated within that system. If you study something 20 minutes a day, you'll become an expert. Right, you'll be the top five percent of experts. So that's when that we're trying to teach people is origin. Don't believe us. Start to believe in yourself. That's the key to all of this, right? All of you could be extremely, extremely wealthy, but don't go buy a Lambo when you make a million dollars. You know, don't <laughs> go, don't go. You don't need a bigger house, man. You need you yep. need family. You need time. You need freedom. You want because that's what I'm experiencing. I have free. I, I have my finances gave me freedom of time. I can do whatever I want with my time now. And guys, that is priceless. That is priceless. So imagine if you buckled and I buckled down for three years. That's what I did. I lived on my parents' couch, guys. And I was like, fuck it. I was like, I don't care what people say about me. I created a budget. I followed these guys. You know, I met these guys and you know, I took wise counsel from them around crypto. I always went to them about different cryptocurrencies. And then I started to build another strategy. And it was like, now I'm back and, you know, I'm in, in a different wealth model. Now I'm moving into a different level. I'm going, like, I have my trust meeting this afternoon. Like, I'm going to be setting up a family trust. I'm going to build legacy wealth for my family. If I can do it in four years, you guys can do it but it's cause we had an exit plan and I'm going to plug Merlin. I'm that's not yeah, shameless plugs. You have to have Merlin guys. You have to have Merlin. It was created for you to win. That's what it's for. That's why I can boldly say it. You know, and the only things we advertise are products and services that we have created ourselves and put our own hands into 36,000 lines of code to get into Merlin. I just wanted to say that because I, you know, to me, I'm shouting from the mountaintops because I know, I know when we go into 2025 people are like, thank you, Merlin. Thank you so much, because now I have wealth for my family. So please make sure you pull profits, right? Number two is get financial education, right? Read the book, Richest Man of Babylon, Rich Dad Poor Dad. You want to get on the right side of the cash flow quadrant. All of you should read Rich Dad Poor Dad. After this bull cycle, if you're still trading time for money, you did it incorrectly. Mm. You did it incorrectly, guys, because if you can get a hundred thousand dollar hit, a two hundred thousand dollar hit, a million dollar hit, you could free your life. You just have to understand how the mechanisms of money work. Remember, banks make money in three ways interest income, fee income, and capital markets income. So if you can become your own bank, I use insurance. If you can put your money in the capital markets and manage it, instead of letting some man or woman in a suit, just trust that they're going to do well for you. And if you can make interest off of your money, somehow it says in the Bible not to do that, but I still do that. <laughs> so I, I, I always just question saying that when I say that, but Hey, I do it. I'm going to be honest. You know, you make can make interest off your money. There's different ways you can invest in companies, things like that. So it's about the surrounding guys. Stay, stay connected to the vibe. Stay connected to the tribe. Like We are going to be the wealthiest families in the world. So I'll say this because I like to say this stuff on video. If a, if a wealthy family switched our education system, our financial system, and our healthcare system, then let's become the wealthiest families in the world and reverse engineer it and invert it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to invert it. I'm going to invert the healthcare system, the financial system. Look what uh, um, uh, uh, Grant Cardone's doing right now with the 10X guy. They're doing that health, health 10X, that guy, the guy that Dana White is doing his health stuff with. Yeah, Craig, gonna,
1: Craig, I believe his name is they're,
0: they're about to flip the fucking script on healthcare, man. Seriously. They're about to make people extremely healthy and they can't stop it. And Absolutely. I'm like, there we go. That's what you do with your money. Now, you know, Grant Cardone was like, okay, now I'm I like this cuz now he's going into the health and you know, he's doing it probably for financial gain, but that Absolutely. health dude knows his shit, man. Fasting, you know, sleep protocols, all a lot of his stuff I use is my sleep protocols and I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. So I just want to leave you guys with that. I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be part of this uh, this live today. And um, I, I do have to jump on another meeting. But I just love you guys very, very much. Um, you guys all, please go get Merlin. There should be 384 people in Merlin after this because, it, trust me, it will save your crypto portfolio.
1: So I and, baby, I much. think we're actually entering the most exciting time to be a part of Merlin as well because we're talking about creating the exit strategies. When you're selling for a profit, that's when it gets really exciting. So thank you yeah, so sure. much for making time for us. Yeah couldn't i always enjoy just speaking to you and, and when we go well beyond crypto so thanks again and i don't know if you have any closing remarks but thank you
0: yeah i just want to say thank you so much thank you guys for allowing me to be me i know i go a lot into the spiritual side of it but it's a very important part of my life and that's why i built my own ecosystems because i love god with all my heart therefore i love humanity as i love god i treat others as i want to be treated and i pull the log out of my eye before i pull the straw out of yours so i love you guys i appreciate you as we always say warriors Ah, let's get your shit together. Let's
1: go.
2: We love you guys. And we're going to we keep this good. thing rocking and rolling. We love about you, Coach. We love it.
1: Love we, love you. we
2: love your authenticity, brother. Thank you. Talk Johnny soon.
1: Crypto, now that Coach JV has enlightened us, he's given you a little bit of motivation here. Am I going to get you in the ice bath? You know, I got an ice bath at my house. I'm waiting for Johnny Crypto to come by
2: and jump in. Are you going to jump in my ice bath? A- Absolutely. I- Let me tell you something. One of the most exciting things for me when we were at the retreat two, three weeks ago, whatever it was, when we did that ice bath together as a group, if you remember, I didn't want to get in it because I wasn't feeling well. And I said to the guy who runs it, I said, Jeremy, I don't think I'm going to do it. You know, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling sick. I got those sinuses. All I have. He's like, Johnny, you couldn't have come to the better place. And what are you talking about? He goes, the ice bath is going to boost your immune system like you've never seen before. And I'm like, all right, I trust him. I got in that ice bath with you guys' abs. And I've never done an ice. I've never lasted more than three minutes, and I think we did about six. So doing it as a group was great. Number one, and two, coming out of it, I you guys saw me. I was so pumped up. I felt great. My sinus was gone. My immune system was pumped up. Mario even went and jumped in a second time. It it is such a great experience. And I know you're all sitting there going, "I'm never going to do an ice bath." Let me tell you, I said the same thing. You should get into an ice bath if you haven't done it. It really makes you feel fantastic. You feel great. It kind of sucks when you first get it, but you feel great coming out. And, and really, it really kind of teaches you how to deal with the uncomfortableness, how to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I love it, Abs. I'm super excited about it. And I can't wait to do another one. So just let me know when the door is open. and I'll be down there in uh, Tampa.
1: The door is always open for you, my friend. And we got four, 358 live listeners joining us. Show us some love smash that like button. We're going to get right into the crypto content. First of all, we're starting off with Jim Cramer's Bitcoin price prediction. Here we go.
2: Mr. Bitcoin is about to go down big. I just can't get on the. I can't be in something where Mr. Bitcoin is about to go down big.
1: So Johnny, I had to play it twice for our listeners. If that's not a bullish indicator, I don't know what is. So you tell me, are you excited Jim Cramer calling for Bitcoin to go down big?
2: You know, I, I I really wish he was calling for it to go up because if he's calling for it to go up, it's going to go down. I really want Bitcoin to go down because I do want to continue. You know, I don't really buy a lot of Bitcoin anymore. I buy the miners instead, Abs, because I actually believe that there'll be a bigger upside in the miners. So I and the miners are getting slaughtered right now. So I'm actually excited. I've been DCAing into the miners, but yeah, I don't want, yeah, Jim, stop saying things are gonna go. We want Jim to say things are gonna go up so we know they're gonna go down. Adam. listen,
1: some of us have had enough of the bear market. We got <laughs> yeah. our two years to accumulate. It sounds like we're getting greedy out there, guys. No, I'm no, getting- not
2: greedy. I just want a little more time to DCA in for the rest of this month. I think October is gonna be a down month. You know, I really believe this is the month where we will bottom out. I even wrote it on my calendar here. So I, I'm, I'm wondering if, if it's accurate. But I, you know, you're right. At the end of the day, listen. If we have an eight to ten x to go, you know, it doesn't matter if this thing starts heading up a little bit. But we're all, we all want to kind of try to get as close, close to the bottom as possible. And I wouldn't mind a little more time trying to do that. And I'm sure everybody in the chat probably agrees with me on that one.
1: Absolutely, guys. And we're about to dive into this video of Charles discussing ethgate he doesn't believe the corruption it's even worth exposing Mario I'm gonna give say goodbye and then we'll continue
3: Thank you brother yeah I gotta join another another event right now, but it was it was amazing being here with you uh, with you all and everybody in the chat so every, I hope everybody has an amazing day and it looks like Kramer is probably right this one time because Bitcoin is going slightly down. I know he said massively down, but we are going slightly down but Nonetheless, have a great day, everybody. Love you all.
1: Thank you so much, Mario. The PSYOP continues with Jim Cramer, but this is a video that is hard evidence only. as Charles Hoskinson says, we've yet to provide any evidence that Ethereum bribed or convinced someone at the SEC to go after Ripple and XRP. Let's listen to his reasoning and debate.
4: How do you feel about Ethgate and how Cardano is the solution to these types of problems? You know, what's the most interesting thing about Ethgate is we've always been talking about two separate things entirely. And there's never a reconciliation because there's never an acknowledgement that we're talking about two separate things. When they talk about Ethgate on the other side of the aisle, they're talking about, okay, people use connections and relationships and perhaps money to convince insiders in the government to go easy on Ethereum. Probably happened. Who knows? Hard to say. There's obviously a lot of people digging in that well. And it's like there's a bear shit in the woods. So you're telling me T-Mobile... When it wants to buy a Sprint, doesn't find ways to make the FTC and the FTC and others a little happier about that. That's how America does business. It's wrong. It shouldn't happen. But that's how that happens. And we're surprised that our own industry started learning that, that Joe Lubin figured some stuff out. Okay. I mean, uh, let's let's be real about it. We're adults. We can have a real conversation. I know the media can't. And and I know we're not supposed to say these things, but I I always try to just keep it honest because I just don't give a shit anymore. That happens. And you know what? If you've discovered evidence of it, hopefully somebody somewhere can do something about it. So that's usually what they talk about with Ethgate. Then I said one thing, just one thing, grand conspiracy, which is the other thing. And that other thing is people from the Ethereum side bribed. The Securities Exchange Commission to go after XRP. These are very different things. It's one thing to use relationships to protect your own thing, it's another thing to use relationships in a conspiracy to attack a competitor. Now, the vast majority of people who talk FGATE are over here, and that's what they're talking about. Very few are over here. And if they are, then I say, what evidence do you have of that? Where are the emails? Where are the meetings all these other things? I, I can imagine some guys getting together, eating some steak and drinking some wine, saying, hey, uh, you know, uh, maybe we should make Ethereum not a security. I can imagine that conversation happening. I don't understand how you have any evidence that the conversation is also, oh, and by the way, while you're at it, we're so scared of XRP, a system at the time that doesn't even have smart contracts, has nothing to do with our business model and serves different customers. Can you say they're a security and go after them? Wouldn't the very act of weaponizing the SEC to do that create blowback that could potentially cause Ethereum to get hit?
1: Johnny, I'm going to play the remainder of this, but he's painting a very positive picture for for the people who are the founders of Ethereum. If you think they're willing to have a conversation about making Ethereum not a security, why would they not have a conversation about taking down some of its competitors? And he went on to say that XRP didn't have smart contracts yeah, they were going right after the banking liquidity, which is the number one. It's the largest pool of money in the world. So to say that them not having smart contracts at the time prevented them from even being a competitor of Ethereum. I think Charles knows what he's doing here, but I'm going to kick it to you and then
2: we'll discuss it some more. So I see it differently. <clears throat> so the first part of his argument where he, well, he broke the, the conspiracy into two. And so the first one he's saying was all about ETH gate and the corruption that happens and making stuff out. And, and I, I agree with him hundred percent. I don't have any, I can't disagree with him at all. Everything he said I thought was spot on for the first part of the whole thing of Joe Lubin figuring out a loophole getting together. Maybe they had some stakes, maybe they didn't. And they said, Hey, let's, let's call XRP. Uh, let's talk, let's call ETH uh, not a security. So we can make a bunch of money. And, you know, and Inman got his 15 million And I think all that happened, and I think there's enough documentation for people to kind of know something shady happened there. I don't think there's any question. He nailed that. Spot on. So we don't have to talk about that one. Second part, though, is he's going on and saying that he thinks those same people then said, hey, let's go after our XRP, our competitor XRP. And this is where I think he's off a little bit where I think those conversations may have happened. But I don't think it was with the same people. I think it was a different group of people because a certain relationship fell apart. And so a certain other group of people maybe decided to weaponize something against them. That's that's my my you know what I kind of think might have happened. And you know, I have no proof whatsoever, and nobody does, and you're never gonna find any. And so you're, you're not gonna see it because it probably wasn't documented. Who the hell would put that shit in writing? Who's going to say, hey, yeah, hey, buddy, I want you to go and I want you to go sue my better Use the SEC and I'm typing on the keyboard here that I'm going to go write an email of documenting this. And no, there's not going to be proof of it. You're not going to find it because it probably was a conversation over a steak dinner of somebody doing something because of leveraging certain relationships. You know, he admitted that that's how kind of the government works. There are, you know, I got it right here. I don't know how many times I got to say it, but I'll show it again. I mean, this is just how the world works, boys. This is it. Read that. Read that and weep. That's how the world works. It's It's not what you know. know. It's who you know for anyone on audio. It's not what you know. It's who you know. That's right. For anybody who's listening, it's not what you know. It's who you know. And that's just how the world works at the end of the day. And so if somebody's friends with the SEC at the time and has an enemy, maybe they were able to, to, to leverage that relationship. Who the hell knows? I don't know. There's no proof of it. But it certainly smells like, like that happened. But all we're ever going to have is speculation. And we're wasting our time talking about this kind of speculation where I'd rather be talking more about things that people can do to put themselves in a better position to win because I think that just adds more value in the long run for people. Guys, we gotta stay entertained during the bear market. I gotta bring some of the drama in the crypto community. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not Listen, saying nothing.
1: away from the controversial stuff. But when it comes to Charles, I got a bone to pick with this man. So I'm gonna continue to bring this. Content. I can't
2: wait. One day, Abs. I hope we can get him on this show because you, <laughs> you, you obviously have a serious bone to pick with the guy. You know, frankly, I, I, th- I agree with some of the stuff he says. I agreed with half of what he said today. I think he was spot on. I'm not sure if you agree or disagree with him on the whole eth gate thing, but he kind of called that out exactly the way he thought. And I I, I agree with him on that one. I'm curious, what do you agree with him on that, or do you have a bone to pick with him on his eth? Uh, I think I think he's got
1: guilt. I just I just sense the guilt. I I feel like he's hiding something. I think the whole narrative he's spinning is that it's all good people trying to do good for the markets and a good industry, right? But that's obviously not the case. These are capitalists trying to make money, working with the banks, trying to get a free pass. There's nothing good hearted about this whole movement. And I just don't like the way that Charles always talks about it. So gotcha. that's kind of the bone I have to pick. But let's play the remainder of this video because he talks more about XRP. And now he thinks there wasn't any corruption between Hinman and the emails. So let's debate that. Also,
4: oh, and by the way, while you're at it. We're so scared of XRP, a system at the time that doesn't even have smart contracts, has nothing to do with our business model, and serves different customers. Can you say they're a security and go after them? Wouldn't the very act of weaponizing the SEC to do that create blowback that could potentially cause Ethereum to get hit and impacted? Doesn't that expose all the stuff you're trying to do? Doesn't that dilute? Your entire goal of making Ethereum not a security to also do that? Are you so scared of XRP that's going to happen? Really? You re- really believe that? Oh, if you do, you're a crazy person in my book. And that's when I say grand conspiracy, I'm talking just about that. I don't care about the other side of it because it's not surprising to me if it's true. If it's not true, okay. What's it have to do with the price of tea in China? And now for almost a year and a half, We've been talking about this. Seriously, we've been talking about this. It still comes up. And people
1: So I'm gonna play the last 20 seconds, but keep in mind what he said there, Johnny. It doesn't he's basically saying it's not relevant news, it's not new news, it's not really impactful to what's happening in crypto today. Why even address this? Sounds like a criminal statement, right there, if you're asking me, but let's let this video play.
4: People on Twitter, anytime like the Ripple wins something against the SEC, they're like, Do you believe us? No we're not even talking about the same thing. You have yet once to give any evidence whatsoever that a single meeting has happened where somebody in the Ethereum circuits bribed or gave money or convinced a member of the
2: SEC to go after XRP.
1: Floyd Shores, Johnny Crypto.
2: You're not going to find that evidence. That's not, they're not going to make it that obvious. I mean, I I don't even know why he's even going there. I think, I think he's got that whole part wrong. And just for the record, No. I do not have Charles Cardano, uh, Hawkinson on my speed dial. I don't know why everybody thinks I like Hawkinson. I just like Cardano, the technology, because at the time I knew that Hawkinson came from ETH. He knew where the where the you know where the deficiencies were in the technology. He was going to fix them, and that's my only reason for liking Cardano, the the ADA, the cryptocurrency. I don't have any like or hate for Charles. I don't really care. You know, I don't, I don't go into that On the record.
1: Neither do I, I do you think it's entertaining though. And they always say you can shoot up and Charles is definitely way above where I am. So it's okay to shoot up. I would never shoot down. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, you, you, you know, I mean, the reality is Hinman. You know, that's a great question here by a millionaire guy. I agree with him. Hinman came out and created a fake test, but we all know why. Cause he got paid 15 million bananas to do it. I mean, most of you would probably go and create the same thing. You'd probably you know, a lot of people, not not people of this group, but in general, there's probably a lot of people that abs if they were given fifteen million dollars and said, "Hey, just go say this thing." You know, a lot of people would take that deal, right? So, and it's it's illegal, it's corrupt, it shouldn't have been done, and it was. And Charles, I think, said that it doesn't surprise him if it happens, and he said he shouldn't and agree with him. But you're right. Why is he talking about this stuff? And why is he not talking instead about the benefits of Cardano? Like you see me as the developer Merlin, right? Founder Merlin. I don't really care about this stuff. I'm talking about the benefits of Merlin, how we can help people, right? He should do the same. I wish Charles would just focus on, you know, I think he's a smart guy in terms of a crypto programmer, and he should focus on that stuff and stay out of all this other stuff. He would do himself a a good deed if he would do that, but seems like he likes controversy, buddy. Charles Hoskinson also said the and emails did
1: not prove corruption. Here's the clip.
4: Um, yeah, there's certainly value getting the emails, the and emails, and these other things because they perhaps expose the thought process that the SEC has. And you can definitely show there was unequal, unequal application of that. That's fine. But none of that activity presupposes corruption. What? Just
2: favoritism. What's the, wait, stop the video <laughs> right there. Stop the video right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – Okay, so maybe he's right. It doesn't show corruption, but favoritism. But in my mind, isn't favoritism corruption? If you're favoring one thing over the other, I mean, you know, God, I'd love to have a show like Charles. Tell me the difference. What's the difference between favoritism and corruption when you're supposed to be an an objective? You're supposed to be, you know, non-biased here as the SEC. So the minute you start showing favoritism, well, I'm sorry that kind of starts to go into the into the bucket of unethical, non moral, you know, or unmoral. And to me, you know, I, I guess maybe what he means by corruption is there's no backdoor payments. Of course we all know He got $15 million. So I I don't know. We'd have to get him on the show to ask him. And I I, I doubt he's going to come on.
1: Here's what I'll say. If I'm being totally honest here, think about how smart Charles is. He's he's touted as one of the smartest minds in crypto. He's up there with David Schwartz. He's up there with all the renowned Mm -hmm. educators and and coders that exist today. And he's pretend, like if guys like me and you can smell BS, wait until a private investigator gets on this. Wait until somebody who's informed about how this stuff works behind the scenes really begins to investigate this content. Because- it seems like he's speaking with a guilty conscience and there's nothing besides my gut that tells me so. But why would he be make why would he's why is he painting the picture that he is when it not only comes to Ethereum's relationship with the SEC but that he's waiting for the receipts of corruption? Look at DAI's Twitter. Look at what happened there. Somebody said he got too close to the fire so he got burned. I don't know man. It's an interesting time to be involved yeah. in crypto and I don't want to attack too much cuz I enjoy making content. I want to stay friendly with the people out there. So we got 30 seconds, give me your thoughts, Johnny.
2: Yeah, you know, Abs. I don't know. I I can't really speak. I can't. I can't really speak to why Charles wants to go this deep into it. What I would like to speak to, that I think is more valuable to people, is no Merlin is only available right now in U.S. and Canada only, guys. Great question. And um, if you want to learn how to create an exit strategy, there's a couple different ways to do that. Join the academy, join Angel's course, or you can do consultations. We also help with that with Fibonacci tools. But I know we're out of time, so link below. sign up for Merlin. You get free 30 days abs, 30 days free, and you can cancel risk-free with a simple one Thank you for option. being so
1: short-winded here, Johnny. I got about 13 seconds, so I want to say thank you to all of our live listeners for joining us. We'll see you guys in 23 hours. Smash that like button on the way out of here, and like we always say, Warriors rise! Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining.